we want to take a minute to thank our newest sponsor on the show, 482 Designs. That is F-O-U-R, the number is 82 Designs, 482 Designs. You can find them on Facebook by looking up F-O-U-R, 82 Designs, at F-O-U-R, 82 Designs on Instagram. And if you want to email them, go to F-O-U-R, 82 Designs at gmail.com. Pretty soon, we're going to be rolling out some high-quality T-shirts and stickers that were just done by the sponsor. Please check them out for any of your screen printing needs. First off, it's light years better than our first one. Also, we divide the washer and dryer. They look good, and they're good quality. Nice. And those stickers before Paco chewed them up were amazing. And luckily, we'll be getting some more in, hopefully, before we start selling them to fans. But that's F-O-U-R-8-2 Designs. Working Fans Podcast. Cool. Yep. All right. Here we go. Coming down. Three, two. And at the Working Fans Podcast, this is just a podcast that three lifelong fans created to have a place to talk comedy and pro wrestling. Now, our comedy podcast releases every Tuesday, while our wrestling podcast releases every Thursday. We release bonus episodes under the moniker Working Fans Presents every now and then. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, any major podcast provider. The important thing is just please like, rate, review, subscribe wherever you listen to us. Now, we have started a new thing. We are now on Amazon and Audible. So those episodes release every Monday. And that's kind of going through the archives and just releasing our old episodes in a new area. So if you want to live through the process with us again, take that journey with us again you can find us over on Amazon and Audible. If you can't get enough of us in the audio form, check out our YouTube. It's youtube.com slash C slash Working Fans Wrestling Pod or just search Working Fans Podcast on YouTube. We have the whole archive is up there. And if you listen to the Working Fans Podcast, you are more than familiar with the 531. That is our signature segment where we take your top five list on a particular subject, vote it down to a top three, and then debate it down to a top one. If you want to hear three guys talk shit about comedy, wrestling, life, anything, you will enjoy the Working Fans Podcast. Find us on Twitter, that's at fansworking. Facebook, Working Fans Pod. We've got email where you can reach out to us and please contact us to let us know what you think of the podcast and for any ideas that you might have. That's WorkingFansWrestlingPod at gmail.com. We're on Instagram where you can keep up with us at WorkingFansWrestling underscore pod and we can continue to do what we love and bring you guys in as fans. All right, everybody. It's the Working Fans Podcast, but it's the debut of the Working Fans Combat Cast. And as always, I'm the man they call Dave. We got our brand co- new co-host for this show, my friend. You're going to know him, Chevy. Chevy, what's hey. going on? Hey, 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 hey. How's it going? Good, man. Good. What were you doing before we started today, anyway? That's all your curveball right here. I was eating dinner. Mm. I the wife made some rice and, rice and beans. 
Good. Good woman. Yeah. <laughs> my mom would love that. She takes my, care uh, of me. Spanish heritage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, I was just trying to fish because I know you drink a lot of like Chevy's a beer connoisseur here. So I was just kind of wondering what you had there. This would be. Uh, I'll show the can. Mm. Let's take a look. Debut. <laughs> no pressure. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. So New England astronaut. <laughs> super not. Super not. Super not. Super not. <laughs> Quality. Quality, that's what I love. All right, one more quick question here before we get into May. How long have you probably would say you've been like, and I don't think this is offensive, a beer nerd? Like, kind of... Probably like eight years or so. Eight years. Okay, yeah. so we're 21. And now the segue, how long have you been a big fan of MMA? Not as long. Probably uh, five or six years, I'd say. Yeah. Big fan? Yeah. Right. Uh, fairly casual before that, yeah. Mm-hmm. What was the first MMA show you saw? I'm trying to remember. The first one, the first one that I came to see with you guys, uh, that would be Anderson Silva and Nick Diaz. Ah, yeah, the yeah. famous laying, laying, laying down. down. Yeah. yeah, such a great moment. That too. was great. Yeah, yeah, I was hooked. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. So that's something we're going to talk about in future episodes. But like, that's what's kind of fun about MMA. Like, there's like the showmanship, and then there's like just the purity of mixed martial arts when you start to like really get to know some of these guys. Like mm-hmm. for me, I remember what hooked me from a pro wrestling background was Chael Sonnen with these wild out of control promos, talking all kinds of shit about everybody. It was like pro wrestling coming to a real fight. And season 10 of The Ultimate Fighter, Rampage and Rashad, both great trash talkers getting each other's face. Plus Kimbo Slice Kimbo. was in there. Yeah, he had the YouTube following, and I had already knew about him, so that kind of hooked me, too. And that kind of stuff was just great, but, like, as I got into it, too, some of the other stuff, like, I pitched... I don't know if I ever talked to you about this, but, like, UFC had a thing called UFC Primetime. It's, like, these little specials they would do, and one of the first ones I saw was about Carlos Condon as he was getting ready to fight Nick Diaz. And he's just, like, this educated kind of family guy, but he also just loves to fight. And I'm like, okay, I like this dude. Like, I want to see him do well, kick ass, and it hooked me. The natural born killer, yeah. Yeah. Now, who are some of uh, your favorites, like now and as you got into it? So when I first got into it, definitely Rory McDonald. Yeah. You know, right, right. Uh, the Red King. Mm. So he had some real great wars. Also, like his mentality. He's got that very cold serial killer-esque right. scary uh mentality <laughs> you know yeah what was that okay yeah so that's what kind of intrigued you about him what was the first fight you saw? obviously the one that sticks out the most is the lawler fight right. where his nose is polarized you know mm-hmm. but that was the first one that i remember being like oh this guy's like one of my favorites you know yeah yeah he doesn't say fight too i as you know i was there on my honeymoon and, yeah uh, and I remember just watching that fight, and there were a couple casuals in the front, I'll just say. There were a couple young girls, and the fight started off in the first round a little bit slow, and they had no patience for this. And, like, wow, were they, <laughs> they got oh, yeah. <laughs> That changed quick. <laughs> I've never seen anyone's face look the way that Rory McDonald's face looked by the end of that fight. I remember when they... When they were blowing blood out in between rounds, staring down at one another, like yeah. they wouldn't go back to their corners. Oh man, so crazy. Robbie Lawler had that chunk of his lip. Oh, that stuff. was that was the one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen. Yeah, what yeah. an animal. 
I ever think it too, watching live. I mean, you were watching it at our buddy Kristen's house, and mm-hmm. I remember because you know, normally I would be there, and I remember I was always kind of wondering how what you guys thought because to me, live when I saw him cover up his nose and just fall, I had never seen anything like that happen where it was just a cumulative damage to the nose. I'm like, what happened? <laughs> yeah, the commentary team was. I remember talking about his nose a lot, how he he couldn't breathe at all, and mm. as soon as he took that shot. There's a little bit of a hesitation, and then you could just see he had enough. Yeah, but never see it. Definitely, you know, I love Rory, but it definitely seemed like a I quit sort of moment. Sure. I mean, obviously, it's a tremendous injury he was sustaining, which affected him, still affects him. I'm pretty sure in his fights now, yeah, and that was he bleeds real easily. Yeah, I don't but, think. Yeah, I don't think he's ever like totally mentally recovered from that fight. Well, no, um, that, that took part of his soul, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think Robbie Lawler went on to have definitely another war with Carlos Condit, too. And maybe one other one I'm forgetting. Obviously, he had the Hendricks, but it wasn't too long, too, where Robbie Lawler wasn't the same after that, too. Just No. No. Yeah. I think pretty sure Woodley knocked him out only a few fights after that, too. Yeah. So, Isn't that, like, one of the most, for me, like, interesting things about mma is to the rise and fall of people and like the comeback and that's one of the things i just love because it's like there could be people like we got a buddy cran who gets who's he's casual and he'll message us casual's a nice way to put it yeah yeah (laughs) casual he's casual casual trash anyway (laughs) i'll I'll summon a soundbite he um (laughs) he uh says things to me like oh god who did this uh want to tell charles Oliveira, and uh, he's sending me like a message. Isn't that guy that a few years ago we saw lose to Frankie Edgar? I'm like, yeah, like nine years ago, bro. Yeah. Like he's a yeah. much, much <laughs> better, a long time ago. yeah, much yeah. better, well-rounded fighter. And I don't know. That's one of the amazing things I think I like about the sport is just the unpredictability of it. Mm. And not everything's gonna have a happy ending. You want it to, right? You want it to. You want your guy to win, but you just know that it might not be that night. And not every card's going to be great. And that's another thing. Like, I hate that in the moment, but I also, like, that's what makes the exciting cards even better. I think. That's right. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, that's really stood out with the fans. You, you notice the fighters, you didn't realize how much they fed off the fans before, but you notice since they've been back in the arenas, we, we've had some pretty killer fights. Yeah. Yeah, I think the last two pay-per-views have been, like, amazing. And, mm-hmm. uh, and we're not really, I, don't, I wasn't planning on us really previewing, like, this weekend, but as we're recording this, Stylebender versus Marvin Vittori. And I know you're very, yeah, you're very interested because you were a fan of Marvin and love Stylebender. And I think that this is a uh, it's a sleeper because again, it's one of those fights where when they fought each other, we didn't really know how good both these guys were, and especially Stylebender. And Marvin was like really close to beating him, but we've seen Stylebender make such improvements that like one of the key things that me I noticed him was in the Kelvin Gaslam fight which was a war, but when he pulled off that uh, triangle choke on the bottom at one point and almost got yeah. a submission, yeah. I'm like, this isn't just a striker. No. Nah. Nah. I mean, that fight was, I think, like three years ago, and I think Adesanya's had maybe the like quickest rise to being, you know, considered one of the best in the promotion. Yeah. I, I It seems like he's been there forever because he's fought quite a few times, but he just had dominated pretty much since that fight, which was a split decision, I think. Right, right. Yeah, I, re- I remember watching that one. 
think yeah, we were we were watching at our local sports bar or whatever at the time. I remember showing yeah. up early and watching on the old TV in the booth because it wasn't on uh, the big TVs yet. Right. I remember watching that fight thinking, just excited because I'd ever seen any Italian fighter. So that was the first thing that drew me to Marvin, but Stylebender, you know, artist in the octagon for sure. What are you thinking this weekend? I'll ask for the prediction here. <laughs> so obviously both guys have improved a lot. But, you know, Adesanya coming off that loss to Jan at light heavyweight, thinking he's going to be itching to get that one back. Plus, I think he's he thought he won that first fight pretty handedly. Mm. And I think he's probably looking to put a stamp on this one. I think he probably knocks Marvin out. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I'm not ruling out Marvin, but I definitely think the smart money is on uh, Stylebender. It's a good card too. Great Nate card. Yeah, yeah. Nate Diaz, Nate Diaz, and Leon Edwards, Figueredo, and and Brandon Moreno, oh. which was fight of the year contender. Yeah, you know? that was so good. I was so excited. We watched that. I think separately. I think because this was mm-hmm. like around the COVID. I think one of our friends might have had COVID. So I don't mm-hmm. remember the whole story, but we were separate. And I remember like we were all just texting each other, like, "What is this fight? Like, yeah. This fight is insane." You yeah, know? yeah. I'm gonna say, and we'll get back to like some of our favorite stuff, but I, I'm gonna say. Oh, I think you cut out on me. And we're back. We <laughs> called Dave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't uh, get your prediction. Yes, I think that Leon Edwards, just because he's been so consistent, and that's not one of those things, too. Both fighters have been off. So I just think that Leon Edwards has been a very consistent fighter, whereas Nate is always tough. But I don't know if, like, if he's as well-rounded as Leon Edwards, too. And Le- Leon Edwards consistently shows up. He consistently keeps improving. So I-, I think the smart money is on Leon. But I will say, whenever you get into a boxing match with Nate Diaz or any Diaz brother, sometimes you are playing into their game. So Dangerous. Hopefully- yeah, and Leon does like to box. So I-, I hope that he's versatile in his game. And I think he will be. But that will be the one thing that I will say, that if he just turns this into a boxing match, that might be a mistake. And is this five rounds, a non-title five-round I was fight? just going to bring that up. I think that it is a five-round fight, which favors Diaz because, you know, he starts off pretty slow, Cowboy-esque, yeah. and he just gets going. Yeah, cardio. They go on, so I, I don't know if I've seen Leon in a five-round fight, so I guess we'll see what his cardio is like. I, I can't imagine it's poor. He's a no. very well-rounded guy. So I think I saw a betting line where Diaz was like plus 500. Mm. So it's going to be a tough fight for him, especially being off. He, he's getting older now. Yeah. He's, yeah. you know, in his mid thirties. He's one of those guys like Connor though. If he gets a big win. He's like right in a title contention because of that name value. Right. Yeah. Especially beating Leon Edwards. Right. He might just, you know, be next in line. If he, yeah. he could talk his way into it, you know? I could definitely see that. Now, um, the one other fight I'll just get your opinion on before we get back. Uh, Brendan Morano. Da- Davidson Figueroa? I was Davidson, sure. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know. Like, our buddy would always call him Devious. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who you got? I got – my heart says Moreno, Moreno, and it's so close. So, I'm just going to go with Moreno. I'm going to go with my heart. But I, I think, think that- I, I think I'm with you on that. Yeah, <laughs> you know, Figueredo definitely has the power advantage. Yeah, but in the scrambles, I don't know. The fight was so close, yeah. obviously. Yeah. But if he can make it past the first round without getting knocked out, 
I think I'd go with Brandon. Yeah. Fingers crossed. He's just a, a likable guy. He really is. He really is. He's super likable. He's yeah. definitely the guy I'm going for. Mm-hmm. Now, get back to face. Your favorite fighter, especially when you got into it, was Roy McDonald. Mm-hmm. And we might have covered the next two, but I'm curious because we're talking about that fight with Lawler. <laughs> what are some? Of, well, give me a couple then. Give me some of your favorite early on fights. And maybe a couple of your early on favorite cards. I feel like UFC 189 is going to be in there, though. Yeah, 189 was great. You know what? Another fight that really got me excited early on was Max Holloway, Ricardo Lamas. Mm. That was a, you know, a fight where Max was, you know, pretty handedly winning the fight. And it got to the end and he, you know, pointed at the yeah. ground because Ricardo was chasing around the whole time. And he just parted and they just went at it, just winging, like to risk yeah. it like that. That was great. Absolutely. Yeah. No, that's definitely uh that's stuff def- and that's probably a moment where you, you start to become a big fan of Max, I imagine. Right? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. He's he's probably my my favorite fighter now, I'd say. Favorite UFC fighter for sure. And he's got a potential fight with one of your other favorite fighters, right? Yeah, you're Rodriguez? Yes, yeah. I'm a bit torn on that one, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's got probably arguably the most exciting knockout in a fight of all time with one second remaining a fight he's using an upward elbow (laughs) finish a zombie yeah yeah it's so crazy doesn't get finished so no that's so crazy that was a great war too all the way up until the end you know he's probably losing that fight but it was real close just got him with that upward elbow while he's rushing in Another moment, too, where I remember sitting back and like, is this, like, for what happened? What yeah, I wasn't that? sure what happened, yeah. Like, yeah. I thought they, maybe it was a headbutt or something. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that was, uh, a, that was great. I'm trying to remember, too, like, he's another guy, too, though. I feel like he's constantly improving as well, though. Like, every time we see him, he goes away for a while. He gets beat up, though. That's the thing. He gets beat up, but then it seems like he makes the most of his time off. But... Boy, that Max Holloway is certainly a tall order to come back to. Huh? Especially after his last couple fights. You know, yeah. I wouldn't want to fight Max if I was Yair right now. But it's funny. It's a weird fight for Max to take, you'd think. you think he'd be going title shot or nothing. But, you know, that's not the care. way he is. He doesn't care. He doesn't care about the belts. He just wants to fight. Yeah. Just throw someone in front of him. Pay him. Best. Now, all right, I'm going to throw a couple other names at you here. And then I think that'll be it for this episode. But uh, let's see. Conor McGregor. What are your thoughts on Conor? I guess it depends what time period of Conor you're asking <laughs> me about. So early on, Conor. I love uh, I was a I big mean, fan. Yeah. Exciting. You know, when mm-hmm. when he was fighting, when he actually wanted to get in there and fight, I was a big fan of Conor. And mm-hmm. as it became more Floyd Mayweather-esque. Yes. Um, <laughs> less of a fan. You know, I still respect him. Because he, he doesn't ever need to fight, but he, he gets in there once in a while. Yeah, and he fights like he's not fighting YouTubers. <laughs> right, yeah. Not fighting any YouTubers. No. Uh, he's fighting like people, people that could actually beat him up and hurt him. I find Connor overall, as long as he stays out of legal trouble and doesn't do stupid things, I think overall he's one of those guys that can be good for the sport because he brings mm-hmm. such eyes and attention. So I always find myself kind of rooting for him, but like. I'm also a big fan of guys like Dustin Poirier. Like, you know, like my heart won't. Like, I I was happy Poirier won the last fight, you know? But Same. I also, I don't kind of want to see, it's tough. Like, I don't want to see Connor out of superstar contention. I like having this mega star. The like stories. Right, yeah. yeah. It's, it's great for the business. And I, I know 
there's gonna be a certain fan base out there who's just gonna shit on it. Like, no, no, fuck him, get him out. But it's like, that's my wife. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I get it. I, I understand it. But to me, it's like, nah, man, he's so good for the business as long as he stays out of trouble. And I'm not saying I want to see him rule the world, but I'd like to see him in a few other possible big fights and, you know, eventually almost pro wrestling. Like, I'd like to see him do the job again on the way out, put somebody yep. over. And, you know, I think we make a big superstar in a perfect world. I bet you Dana White feels that way. I bet you he does, too. Yeah. <laughs> now, you've been to have you ever been to a UFC event? Why? Not UFC. Bellator's. Right. But, uh, no UFC events. What would you say this is the most exciting event we went to live? I think I've been to pretty much the ones you went to. Uh, we haven't. <laughs> hasn't been a lot of great Bellator. No, nah, we've, we've kind of been striking out in, in our Bellators, you know. Yeah. I like watching them on TV, personally. I like hearing the commentary, you mm-hmm. know, getting the little video packages beforehand to get you all hyped up. Sure. I mean, you don't get the same energy as being in the crowd, but you're not getting beer spilled on you and a bunch of casuals yelling combinations, combinations <laughs> you know yeah. i have to say since i've been to a few ufc cards i will say this you have an interesting point with the exception being that the conor mcgregor cards i went to because it was such an electric feel having all these crazy irish people in the crowd and everything like that that made it almost an experience but i saw rock hold and machita good little fun fight card rock hold coming out to you're the best Hooray! Of course, yeah, (laughs) was absolutely hilarious, and that made for a funny moment. But yeah, it probably would have been better to watch that. That would have been a card I could have watched at home and everything Mm -hmm. like that. So unless it's like a maybe mega special event, like yeah, maybe it is better. UFC events are one of those things that play out better at the house. Yeah, yeah, I like being able to you know have the discussion with with all the rest of the group about what's going on or whatever, instead of yelling over. Whoever's with you. Are we out of our friends? Are we the most hardcore MMA fans? I would say Scott maybe is a close. Maybe Scott is, is up there yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> we Kristen, have. we gotta we have to pitch him every card uh, right. get him to show up. So let's <laughs> Stylebender. He's all in on Stylebender. Yeah, yeah, he got to the Stylebender, which is good. It's a good uh, gauge for who's a superstar and Yes. And who the fuck is that guy or whatever, you know? <laughs> Is your wife a bigger fan than Kristen, you think, at this point? Hmm. Ooh, it's close. It's close. They probably know about the same amount of fighters. My wife is ride or die for a few fighters, though, so. Yeah, I think she she might edge them out a little bit. Yeah. Right now. Right now. Right now. Yeah, yeah. they can go any moment, yeah. (laughs) All right. On that note, that's a little bit about us. I think as we go on, we're going to talk about, at least in these early episodes, maybe have a few discussions about certain aspects of MMA and combat sports. And we might even profile a few fighters and talk about people we like. I don't know why as we was doing this, I was thinking like, you know what? We're talking about showmanship, but we're talking about like, you know, martial artists. And like one of the guys that popped in my head, like in terms of like, he's entertaining, but he's also very gritty and he's a martial artist was Michael Bisping. And I thought, man. Love Michael Bisping. Yeah. And I like, I don't know if I always did. So I feel like that's a fun guy to talk about. Mm -hmm. So. All right, everybody, that will be it for the debut episode. You get a little teaser of what we're about. This is the Working Fans Combat Cast for Dave, and that's me, and Chevy. We're out. See ya.
All right, so that wraps us up for this week. Thank you again for listening to the Working Fans Podcast. So as always, you can find us on Twitter at Fans Working. Our Facebook page is Working Fans Wrestling Pod. We have email where you can reach out to us and let us know what you think also. That's WorkingFansWrestlingPod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, WorkingFansWrestling underscore pod. And then as always, please continue to listen to us on Anchor.fm, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, all your major platforms. If you're following us on Apple Podcasts, which we are also on now, and YouTube, please make sure you subscribe and give us a five-star rating. It helps us bring you these podcasts where we get to talk to you and talk with you every week. 